0: hey i'm halo i'm sam and welcome to base hits and banter presented by usa softball get ready for an amazing show here we go three two one sam how was your weekend Did you enjoy uh, watching some softball it's about time you know
1: i got to watch some softball i got to go to some softball i went to asu versus northwestern great game by the way good good pitching um Mm -hmm. and then got to
0: wrap it up with a taylor swift boyfriend football win we freaking so. love that. Freaking it was, was a good. phenomenal weekend. What was, it, was there anything that stood out to you out at ASU? I didn't go to any games in person. I was just watching and streaming. But was there anything that stood out to you at ASU? The irony of how cold it was stood
1: out where these teams travel west for the heat, and it was 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I actually, I really was impressed with the pitching. I thought the pitching was really good. Um, I got to sit right behind the plate with our girl, Andrea Filler. Shout out to director of operations at Northwestern. Big shout out filler. Yeah. So I was impressed with the pitching. It was a uh, Northwestern one, two to zero. And it was, there was impressive defense. There was impressive pitching. And I was really happy to see
0: it. Heck what yeah. Up? I absolutely love that. What about well, you? Um, what
1: stood out on the streaming?
0: I mean, for me, I watched a little bit of the Oklahoma Washington game. And I'm going to okay. start out with a hot take here that the Washington girl was 100% safe. Um, I think that call was missed. And so I, I don't want to make Oklahoma. Fans upset, but i I do think I do think u-dub got robbed a little bit there. That was um, tough, but it it felt like there were so many games that I watched too, not just the Oklahoma Washington, but even Oklahoma Duke a little bit, Florida State and Charlotte, Alabama playing like all of these different games. It felt like postseason softball, and it was mm-hmm. literally opening weekend. And yeah. I thought it was really awesome that. UCLA in Texas, Friday night, season opening weekend has a primetime spot on freaking ESPN. Like amazing. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. amazing. Uh, there were a few upsets that um garnered my attention. Yes. So I I don't this isn't an upset, but Texas did beat UCLA 16 to nothing. Um thoughts and reaction to that?
1: Um Yauza, number one.
0: Mostly because those are games.
1: Like I think about my college experience, losing sixteen to zero. Go Lions! Go <laughs> Lions! Um, UCLA actually in college beat us twenty-four to two. So mm-hmm. that that's a mm-hmm. twenty-two run difference there. So like I feel you, ladies. But the surprising thing came for me in that they just had a great game Friday night, three to two, and showed a little comeback little little something towards the end of the game there ucla did and then i open up my phone and it punches me in the face ucla loses 16 to 0 to texas
0: i i didn't watch the game or follow the game i knew it was happening but i was mm-hmm. on the beach like enjoying my day or whatever i came mm-hmm. back and checked the score and i was like this has to be this hey, it literally punched me in the face like this yeah. has to be incorrect mm-hmm. and i know ucla lost a lot with shout out to our Dear friends Megan Framo and Yanez. Yeah. That that's such a tough loss to overcome. And I feel like they're just young and like trying to figure it out. And for you to have a really strong Texas team like right away opening weekend.
1: That's no joke.
0: They looked so good. Like I think Texas might be the team I'm most impressed with coming out of this weekend. Um, but LSU, LSU too, quietly. I didn't realize this until this morning when I was looking up stuff to prepare to talk to you. LSU <laughs> threw five shutouts this weekend. Yeah, that's something. five different pitchers. You
1: don't see that a lot. Here's the thing. This is what I love about the different, uh, you know, like the different schools in Division One. You have your big, big dogs, your little dogs, and everything in between. Shutouts, even against someone you're supposed to kill, they could still squeak a run across.
0: They don't happen. up. Yeah. D- absolutely do not happen. With it's with think about how far since since we've been in school. Think about how far hitting has come. Like yeah, mechanics, coaching, like these big name, big time hitting coaches getting hired. People coming over from the baseball side. Like all of the mm-hmm. tech that's been poured into hitting, mm-hmm. for, and how hot the bats are. Like Oof. that's a completely separate discussion. But like <laughs> for you to. Shut out. I don't care where these teams are like figured to finish, whatever. For you to shut out five straight games and have that deep of a pitching staff, I think that's really going to help them. That's yeah, the take them once far. Conference play rolls around because yeah, Baton Rouge. That's a that's a tough place to play. That that's was true. one of our, the worst experiences ever playing <laughs> in that freaking stadium. And LSU fans are something else. I don't know if you've ever been to Baton Rouge. I,
1: I played in the MPF at championships in Baton Rouge in 2017. There's a lot of LSU fans there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's my only experience.
0: Yeah. God bless you. It, it was muggy outside is what I remember mostly. The weather's – it feels like you're in a just a box of, yeah. like, fog. That's what yeah. it feels like.
1: Yeah, and that didn't help facing Monica Abbott. I was like, oh, no wonder I couldn't hit a bomb off her. It was the weather. I mean, I didn't touch it, but –
0: It was definitely the weather. Yeah. Shout out Monica. (laughs)
1: Shout out Monica. Anything else
0: stand out to you on the weekend? We got to give a shout out to Michigan who beat Florida. Yeah. Which was a nice, nice upset for our dear friend Amanda Chittister. Go
1: blue. Yes. And a little 10 inning duel.
0: Absolutely love that. Kept poor Amanda, kept her on her toes. Just, I, I love I love her so much.
1: It's it's fun to see her on her toes. It is. It is.
0: It really, really is. I do so, think we need to talk about, too, um, Charlotte upset Florida State. Big upset. The season opener. My phone was blowing up um, yeah. because people were checking in on, you know, my significant other, rightfully so. <laughs> yes. um, and I people were texting us like, oh, is Charlotte like supposed to be good? And I, I didn't realize that people like people like were underestimating Charlotte. Charlotte has had like a very consistent pass very steady yeah so steady tough Mm -hmm. to beat and scrappy like Mm -hmm. I think the game had like five different lead changes like
1: it was so
0: intense so fun to watch back and forth in Tallahassee like for them to go do that I think it was the first top five win that they've had in program history yeah it was their biggest ever Big shout out to the Niners. That was, um, that was awesome. We, our house was personally not happy, uh, (laughs) but it, it it was still really, really, really cool to see.
1: And I think you, you, you give a testament to Florida state in that too, where the next day they came back and they kicked butt like they beat, they beat Charlotte in five. So I think that's something I think that, um, I like to take away, you know, kind of dribbling into the mental health part of it. It's like, Uh you you may be down, but like, what are you going to do about it? Right. And I I think that that's a big testament to a good, a good team. It's not like they went out and beat that team one to zero the next day, the two to zero, the next day they kicked their butt. So I think you can see some of that in that's, what's going to make, you know, teams come out in the end. I imagine I've never been to the world series,
0: but I can imagine as a spectator, that's what gets you to the top. It's, it's so cool to see in those moments too, like, it's not only how you like you're gonna experience some form of like lull in a game at some point. Like mm-hmm. very rarely do you go out and you compete and it's like super easy. You get the win, you yeah. brush your cleats off and you and you go back. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what you talked about. Like how do you respond? And I think what what has been so special about Florida State these last couple of years is that they've got that magic, like the cardiac kids run from when they won the national championship yes. in 2018. Like they've got the the magic they've got the sauce like Oklahoma has the same thing like you might get up on them and you might throw the first punch but Mm -hmm. like the teams that win when it counts are really good at throwing that last punch and I think that's a testament to having a ton of resiliency being able to respond when things don't go your way and the earlier you can figure that out in your career I think the better Mm -hmm. off that that you're gonna be I, I, I think too it's almost like managing expectations to be able to deal with that Yeah, you can't expect everything to go honky dory every single game. Like, you got to prepare, prepare for things to not go your way. All
1: hundred percent adversity. Adversity is just part number one, part of life, part of living, breathing, existing. But in in competing, especially at the highest level, you got to you got to have some adversity. You got to know how to fail and how to come back from failure. Mandatory. Yeah, man, I love that. Mandatory.
0: Mandatory. Yeah, show some, re- show some freaking resilience. Yeah. Um, anything it. else? Anything else in the D one space? I do. I do have to give a little lion shout out. I because- wanted you
1: to, even though, even though we lost, we lost one to zero to Oklahoma State. It was a great game. Our yeah. our senior pitcher Jenna Perez went the whole seven, one solo home run, like pitched a gem, I right? And I'm just really proud of them because um, Oklahoma State kicked UCLA's butt, and they didn't kick our butt which is great and, and i'm just line. so proud i'm just so proud of what try is doing over there and the just you know the serious like they're being taken seriously finally yeah so i'm just Absolutely. so proud
0: got a little, little shout out so what we're saying here on this podcast we i think we were going to say two controversial things in that washington got robbed of the victory against oklahoma mm-hmm. but i would argue that um lmu maybe looked like the best team in la
1: listen i don't
0: listen this
1: microphone's being held up so i can't drop it but you heard it here first
0: folks i'm I'm just gonna throw it out i'm just gonna throw it out there go lions and a friend friend of team usa um tariah flowers big shout out to the tariah what she's doing down there we love we (laughs) love her um if you're gonna shout out your alma mater i'm gonna shout out mine because i don't know if you saw all of the Sports Center top 10 plays that the Alabama outfielders had this My weekend. God. I have never been more proud. I'm sure. To have walked on Alabama softball grass for four <laughs> years, yeah. watching those three absolutely get after it. Jenna Johnson robs a home run. Her little sister, Lauren Johnson, makes like an insane diving play in the gap. And then Larissa Pruitt control. casually robs a home run in the bottom of the seventh and then turns a triple play. Unbelievable. Like, come on. Uh, Come yeah. on. Kayla Bro love the hire. She's one of my best runs in the entire world. She's clearly coaching them up. yeah, and it's it's just really, really cool to watch. And it yeah. felt like watching this Alabama team, obviously, I love Alabama and we'll watch Alabama every single time that they're on. Something felt different. just mm-hmm. like on the outside looking in, something just felt really cohesive. It felt like the culture was there. It felt like they were all just kind of bought into whatever their role was, Mm -hmm. and that's super, super special to watch. Especially when you lose somebody like Montana Fouts, who is like one of the greatest pitchers that college softball has ever seen. You get a transfer, and Kayla Bucky's Beaver Nuggets. ah, She comes. She doesn't give up a hit for like twelve or thirteen innings in her first two starts. It's unreal. Unfreaking. believable we got a good freshman we got jayla Torrance is still there like mm-hmm. I, I, alabama can can make some noise i think a lot of people were like oh well, but you know montana's gone we lost all of right like blah oh, blah, lost a lot of whatever Was like no like we're, we're hanging Don't count us out we're hanging, we're hanging around and i, I really, love it I, I am a very very proud alumni this weekend so
1: me too as alabama i feel like i'm an alum from there as well an honorary alum, honorary. And I,
0: I, I, I would like to read a tweet, please, about um, Larissa Pruitt's triple play to end the game against Georgia Tech. Please, and this this tweet is from none other than than Patrick Murphy himself. So I love you, Murph, <laughs> and and I quote, "Holy bucket dot dot dot." I'm still foaming at the mouth over that Larissa Pruitt catch with the mind blown emoji. So honestly, honestly, Murph, same. Yeah same i i don't know what had me more the holy buckets
1: or the foaming at the mouth you know what i mean like both. It in all realms
0: both I, I don't know how to better describe my emotions well said yeah well said that. murph <laughs> well said murph holy buckets and roll tide <laughs> that's what we got that's well halo like
1: i know we could just man we could really just be talking talking softball <laughs> talking shop all we this did. whole time but I know we wanted to, you know, part of this podcast wanted to dedicate a little bit to mental health, mental t- tips, you know, just, just things that gets you the, the well-rounded experience as an athlete. And you and I sitting here with a combined 100,000 million years of softball uh, experience, I think that there's been a time or two where we've had some, some, some things that we could maybe have some tips about, some mental health tips,
0: if you want to transition into that. Yeah, I would love to give some mental health tips. Please, I think I think one of the things that, and it's funny that we're doing this on this podcast because I just feel like it relates to it so much. I think one of the things that we've always been collectively good at in the you know thousands and thousands of years combined that we've been playing is like we don't really take it too seriously. Mm -hmm. Like it's a game; it's supposed to be fun. And yes, like there are moments where you're in the cage, you're grinding, you're getting after it, you're doing everything that you need to do you're staying disciplined but like we gotta remember especially when we're watching all these freshmen make their debuts this weekend right Mm -hmm. and it can either go one of two ways and I think you can see that in body language and it's like yeah this moment is too much for them or this is what I was built for Mm -hmm. and I think when it's like this is what I was built for I'm free I'm playing free Mm -hmm. I'm having fun I'm invested in my teammates like I think if you can get just get outside of yourself have fun remember that Mm -hmm. the game is supposed to be a game and kids nowadays are freaking playing like 20 games a weekend and driving all over the place and it can get obviously mentally draining and it can start to feel like an obligation
1: Mm. rather than
0: an opportunity yeah i think you've got to see it as an opportunity to have fun to grow to learn and all of that jazz any any tips from you that's a great point man
1: i you know i actually this um you there's things that never go away. Like yesterday, I went and I dragged my sweet husband, Kevin, to the batting cage with me so he could feed the machine. And uh, I, our local cage has a hack attack. But mm-hmm. instead of using the dimple balls, they have kind of a light flight, not light. Flight, it's like an in-between kind of ball. So that sucker goes, mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it moves. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it throws a meatball, but so- it moves. And sometimes I miss And yesterday after my session, I got in the car, I sat there, I was like, I got to just keep reminding myself, you know, I I'm just, even if I don't hit it, like no ball is moving like that in our game, number one, but just allowing myself to be frustrated and to come back from being frustrated. That I think is something I've learned is you, you can't, you can't just always be hunky dory. You can't always be like, oh no, like everything's great. Everything's fine. Because then then you go home and you sit and stare at a wall for six days in a row, and you're like, maybe it's not fine. Not so, fine. so acknowledging, God, this is this, this is frustrating. I'm doing my best. I'm gonna yeah. let myself feel it. I'm not gonna yeah. let it take me out of my practice. I don't wanna waste any time, but letting it happen and then figuring out what to do about it, you know, because you're gonna get frustrated. Supple
0: all so hard. It's the hardest sport. It's in the literally world.
1: so hard. So, yeah. Who am I to say, oh, th- I'm, I'm trying to accomplish the hardest feat in sports by hitting a moving
0: pitch and I yeah. should just, oh, I should just do it. It should be just right. be easy. It's not. And not for so. nothing, like we're not young. We've been playing this game for a long time and it's yep. still hard for us. Yeah. Yes. When we've both been playing softball for over 20 years. Like, yeah. So I think like you got to give yourself a little bit of grace. Hundred percent stuff. Be realistic. Set a plan to improve, but like 100%. give yourself a little bit of grace. No, nobody's ever been perfect in yeah. softball. You're not no. going to be. So just let go. Yeah. Of that. Let go of that garbage. It is garbage. Garbage. Let it go, let it go like Elsa, man.
1: Yeah, and, and when in doubt, just Elsa it out. You know.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. That's gonna make. That's gonna make. Some sort of social media clip, I'm sure, <laughs> when they edit this. Oh, that's so good!
1: Great tips, Halo.
0: That's great awesome. tips. Great tips from you, Samu.
1: I think uh, we should talk a little bit about the HPP program. We're just, we're just transitioning. Let's just,
0: we, yeah, we're let's great, just go. We're great at transitioning. Yeah, let's sure. let's chat a little bit about the HPP. I'm into it. Um. I'm into it. <laughs>
1: For, you know, for those of you who don't know about the HPP program, it's um, it's for youth. It's to give athletes ages about 12 to 18 opportunity to attend a regional identifier and to be evaluated. So what that means, we, we've got 10 regions around the country and you go to your region's identifier and you compete at a, a essentially a tryout, be evaluated by us, by members, people who have played USA presently in the past, mm-hmm. um, currently you know i said presently and currently those are synonyms people so <laughs> both presently and presently. currently they're currently presently playing and um yeah they're from these regional identifiers they then get chosen to go to a national event so that's where people come from all over the country one place you and i were there last year in florida mm-hmm. uh, yes. jackie robinson training
0: center it's great yes. Yes. Thinking- it, was a, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. I, I, that was one of the coolest things I think I've ever been a part of as yeah. an evaluator is just being around kids that want to, want to get better, want to show what they can do. Yeah. And like watching kids put on a USA Jersey is like really, really special. Yeah. Um, it's like the younger you are to be able to experience that. I think it's awesome. And yeah. for us to be able to create a pipeline for kids to be able to be involved with USA softball early on Mm. and then, you know, have that hope and dream of someday making the senior women's national team, making it to an Olympics. Like that's, that's just really cool. Like it's, it's one step in the process, but like watching these kids faces light up is, is really cool. And you get the chance as an athlete, like you get the chance to be around like some of the best players in the game
1: and be evaluated
0: by the best players in the game. Like this past weekend, they were out in um, where were they? Akron, Ohio, Ohio, yeah, Bless the region it. two identifier. They had over 130 athletes attend that weekend. Okay. Awesome. Gwen Svekas, Taylor Edwards, Nick Mullins, Blaine Milheim were there evaluating. Like 130 kids. Shout out yeah. to Akron. Yeah. I love Akron. That's freaking amazing. And it's cool too
1: because it's, you know, we talk we've been talking our whole career post-college about growing the game. Mm-hmm. And this it like you said, it's giving the kids opportunity to be a part of the USA program and potentially go and then be an Olympian one day. That's growing the game. Th- that to me is growth. 1000%. So
0: 1, it, it's,
1: really it's pretty cool. cool. It's pretty exciting. And there's more and more each year. I've been doing the, doing this with Kelly Crutchman, um, gosh, since early in 2022. And mm. we've keep seeing more and more identifiers. We have I, th- I can think 10 already coming up this year and there's more that are being added all the time.
0: Yes. Uh, go ahead. I love seeing those emails come through, asking us to come evaluate. Like, hey, actually, it really does feel course. like there's one added like literally every week. Yeah. And you just mentioned the upcoming identifiers. There's, there's ones upcoming South Carolina, Maryland, mm-hmm. Georgia, California, Texas, Honolulu, Hawaii oh yeah baby amazing texas kansas missouri and michigan
1: yeah and i
0: believe you can find that information on the usa softball website yeah yeah there's a section
1: for the hpp events oh, on so. there it's like find your region you know and um yeah, i i'm not gonna lie i will be available for the honolulu one
0: yeah so. I'm, I'm thinking about making myself available yeah for the honolulu will be one shout going, out so. shout out to that that's freaking yeah. awesome
1: yeah, it's cool. It's fun, and it's just a cool way, like you said. You remember the first time you put on a USA jersey. There's nothing like it. There's no. really nothing like
0: it. No, it is the coolest feeling in our game, yeah, hands I've, down. I've put on yeah. a lot of different jerseys. You've put on a lot of different jerseys. Go mm-hmm. Lions, Roll Tide, bouncing around in the pro leagues, yep. both in Athletes Unlimited now. And it's like, so there is just something different about mm-hmm. those three letters. Like, you're yeah. representing your country on a world stage. Like, nothing... No, Nothing no. compares to that. Never taken more mirror selfies in my life than in a USA jersey. Correct. I've always felt like an influencer the most <laughs> in a <laughs> USA jersey. Well, that's
1: okay. that's uh, that that I think wraps up the old HPP. I I think it does. We can, you know, for for this podcast, we we want to have guests, we want to have players, coaches, athletes, we want everybody to be on here. But for this first episode, it's you and me, dog.
0: It is. It is totally. It- totally us and we're this? crushing it there's banter there's so far hits so good happening all yeah. around yeah it's really yeah bad.
1: so I would love to take this time that we would probably be dedicating to a guest if they were with us at this moment uh to to maybe telling a little bit more about what, what where we're from what we've done and
0: our stories what do you
1: think you think that's a cool
0: idea I think that's a great idea let's just freaking do it
1: why don't we start halo uh where were you born no, i'm just kidding
0: i'll bet lead off i was born i was born in birmingham alabama um born and raised uh in birmingham lived in morris alabama my whole life um i love telling people about my hometown because they're when i was growing up there, there was one stoplight and one gas station Bless nothing it. else two thousand people wow more cows than people very very small town it's since gotten a little bit bigger but um very very small, grown up so there's nothing to do. So yeah. I have two little brothers and we played sports. And yeah. that was literally it. We were outside in the backyard all the time until what Mama called supper time. So I love we, it. We we were we would stay outside either until the sun went down or it was supper time. And I played everything like softball, basketball. I was uh, the quarterback of my Pee football team. Obviously, um, interesting enough, I don't know if you know who Jameis Winston is, but he won a Heisman yeah. Trophy at florida state yep. um go Knowles, and he grew up not too far from me cool. and we are the same exact age so the year i decided to play quarterback for my peewee football team we played james winston's peewee football team okay hueytown, hueytown. it was hueytown versus morris <laughs> i remember this so clearly my dad still has the game film from this because it was such a cool moment
1: i'm so proud already
0: we faked the handoff Around the tackle, your girl keeps it on a bootleg, scores a touchdown, like against Jameis Winston's team. Amazing! All right, cool. And so we ended up losing the game 63 to seven, but your girl scored the only touchdown of that, of that entire game. So, <gasps> uh, so yeah, that was my youth sports experience. Um, wow. But no, I think growing up like that really helped me in terms of just softball overall and like developing as an athlete first versus just just developing as a softball player. Um, And then like, I I think playing all of those different sports not only helped me athletically, but mentally as well. Like I felt like I always had a break from softball too, which is really Mm -hmm. nice. And I think that that's one of the things that's contributed to me being able to play as long as I have is like, I had mental breaks when I was younger. So I Mm -hmm. never really experienced that you know, burnout that I think a yeah. lot of kids get, especially when they get to college. Like it's been our whole life. And then yeah, right. you now it's like, now it's even more of our entire life and right. more and more and more and more. Really. And so, I always felt like I had that healthy balance and I'm very thankful for that. Um, but yeah, that's what my athleticism is what got me noticed by coach Murphy. Um, it wasn't anything crazy. It was an in-state kid that just happened to be at the right place in the right time when mm-hmm. Murph happened to walk by one of the fields. And, and that was that recruited me for athleticism, played there for four years, best decision of my life, yeah. been with the national team since um, I met you, actually, in 2014. Literally. Um, so Ten that is now, ago. yeah, it has been a solid 10 straight years for me on the national team. Um, so awesome. Which is really cool. Three, three-time three world champ, which is awesome, and then um Olympic silver medalist as well. And really grateful just to, like, see softball grow as much as I have. Yeah. Over the course of
1: 20
0: ish years that I've been playing, like since I was five, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, wild to see how popular the sport has gotten. And I think it's a testament to the fact that we have a freaking podcast. Just, I was gonna
1: say, we've got a podcast. Like, it it wouldn't be here without the growth.
0: Right. And if you would have told me in like, I don't know, 2001 when I was like six, (laughs) like, hey, you're gonna have a podcast about softball when you grow up. It's a podcast. Yeah, number one. What's a podcast? And two, does that mean I get to talk about softball all the time? Yeah, yeah it's it, really freaking cool. So. Is my mom my manager or yeah, hundred percent? Got my mom a piece of that commission check. That's right.
1: <laughs> wow, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, thanks. What about you? Tell us, tell us a little bit about us, uh, Samantha Terrace Fisher Cook. Who am I really?
1: <laughs> uh, what a what a full name. Um, I love it. You know what's funny? I was thinking this as you're mm-hmm. as you're telling telling your story is that we have so many similarities and then there's so many things about us that are different that I think mm-hmm. is gonna that that number one make us great friends. Yes. But number two, I think um it's good for people to hear that there are different stories, there's different ways totally. to get to the same place. It's kind of like a swing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and me, our swings, they don't look anything alike. No. But they get to the point where they get the job done for right. ourselves if i try to swing like you it wouldn't work if you try to swing like me first of all you probably tear your groin because that stance is just too wide i can't do it no i don't have high. the
0: mobility for it i'm not Listen, built. i'm
1: not built for that i barely have the mobility for it let's be real <laughs> but um no so so my point in that being i was a eat sleep breathe softball kid mm. from i did play the basketball I, I really liked basketball. I I, I love the squeak on the floor of the shoes. Fun, you know. I um Fine. I felt like I had a decent, you know, shot, decent touch. Yeah. Um, I did shoot it in the other team's hoop once. That happens. Uh, it happens. I missed. So thank God. Yeah. So like, if you're gonna have a kid shooting the wrong hoop, at least they can't make it. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I I uh in eighth in in eighth grade, um, I remember I was laying face down on the floor in my bedroom and my parents were like, because it was a lot, I played travel basketball and travel softball. And it's a lot, like it's a lot in this economy. Uh, yeah, right. So, so I, um, my parents were like, you know, we have to pick, we have to decide which sport it's going to be. And I didn't want to, because I did like basketball and I had friends on the team who also played the softball. And my dad, I'll never forget this. This is in 2003, people. All right. 2003, when Halo was six. Um, right. and,
0: Eight. Nine. nine. Okay. You're it's right. Nine. You're right. That it's was nine. poor
1: math on my part. No, and no my worries. Dad, my dad said, Do you want to be good at two sports or do you want to be great at one? Mm. I said, Well, challenge accepted. Yeah.
0: Let's um, go be great
1: so I want it to be great. And I loved, I loved softball. So for me, I have, I've learned about myself that I am a very, um, hyper fixating kind of person. Like I will eat the same meal until I die and I won't get and 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 on my last meal, I'd be like, this is
0: so good. Yeah. No, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And uh,
1: so for me, softball has been that one, just constant of almost like a need, like I can't function without it which when I do retire will be a conversation for me and my therapist. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, I grew up, grew up in a, not nearly as small of a town as, as you and your cows in Alabama, but um, little Simi Valley, South of, South of LA. Um, I'd like to think Southern California truly is the softball capital of the world. Like there was a lot of opportunity out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Went, went to my sweet little LMU, my, Coach. Lions, baby. Gary. This is just like such it just like I think about it, and it's just so very SAM coded that my coach uh got lost trying to find other fields and happened upon my field. Like he literally the, drove the universe. To, yeah. He drove to the wrong softball fields in I think we were in Arizona actually. Drove to the wrong fields and was like, I'll just go here. And that was so Gary. And mm-hmm. um, Happened to sit in the bleachers next to my dad. I was hitting and it uh he's like, Oh, who's that? And my dad's like, That one's with that one's mine, you know. And Love Rick. from there, Love yeah, from there it was just, you know, I went, I went there greatest four years ever. I I tell people all the time I would do it all over again, knowing everything I know now, yeah, hundred percent would still do it again. So yeah, played there, graduated in 2012 um played my first summer with team usa in 2012 and Heck yeah and then met you in 2014 and mm-hmm. we went we went we went on a trip in 2014 we went to Love italy we went to yeah.
0: the netherlands man yeah. those french fries i still think about oh my them my gosh. i think about those club sandwiches at the hotel my gosh time. they were so good you want to talk about hyper fixating on a meal Oh, I didn't boy. really know what else to eat in the Netherlands. To be fair, it was my first yeah. like international trip, like first time yeah. I'd ever been overseas. Like the yeah. only reason I had a passport. <laughs> um, and I was like, I don't know what to eat. Like, where's the McDonald's? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I had no idea. Seriously. But these club sandwiches at that hotel were oh incredible. I had so them every good. day, every single day. I had them.
1: The breakfast. I think about. I don't really. I don't eat red meat anymore, but I think about that bacon more than I want to admit
0: to the, <laughs> so the it's so good like chitty and i would wake up bright eyed and bushy tail like you want to go get breakfast like yes i have to oh man not only do i have to fuel up for my games but this food is also so delicious
1: yeah my god
0: and then we ordered Domino's.
1: like why why did that that, why was that an opportunity in the netherlands to order Domino's (laughs) pizza you
0: know it's just americans being americans man That's just Americans being Americans. We gotta have pizza, we gotta have club sandwiches, (laughs) give us some bacon. (laughs) Yes. Where's the Ben and Jerry's? Let's top it off, you know. They were probably judging us so hard too over. Hunter. Hunter. I look back and judge a little bit as well. But you live and you learn. You live
1: and you learn. Yeah. And now now you and I are playing AU together, going into our fifth season with Athletes Unlimited. It's crazy. You know, for me personally, obviously, you played with USA for a decade, but for me, this is going to be the longest place that I've played other than college. Wow. Which I think is really crazy and cool. And another testament to the growth of the sport. Because, man, speaking of Akron, Ohio, I loved playing in Akron. I played for the racers Mm -hmm. for two seasons in the MPF. And then the, the racers called me and they're like, hey, we're not a team anymore. Good luck you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so going into the fifth season, I think is really exciting, I think we're at a really good place for softball, totally. post-college college, I mean, they're, they're doing great
0: yeah, Everybody's absolutely
1: the college softball, and, but yeah us, after, us folks after college still trying to live the dream
0: yeah, 1000% yeah, yeah. I think too Like, I think your career as a whole is just a testament to like if you love the game enough and you devote yourself enough to it there's an opportunity mm-hmm. for you somewhere yeah. and i think you made you made the most of your situation at lmu like you like absolutely crushed your four years <laughs> at loyola marymount like a smaller school it wasn't like the biggest of schools right like mm-hmm. but you did what you needed to do you got on the freaking national team you've played pro like you don't need to go to all these big schools you don't yeah. need, like if you love the game enough you devote yourself to it. There's gonna be mm. an opportunity and a place for you to play in yeah. college and even in the pros. Um, and I, I, yeah. I think you I think your entire career is a testament to that. And it's a testament to the to the growth of the game. It's, you, it's freaking awesome. That's so nice. It's cool. Like it's really like it's dope. Like I don't think I don't think if you like you're you're a book nerd, right? Like I don't think if you like wrote a book, like you could write a better story. Thanks, it's Kayla. it's just it's awesome. It's Thanks. freaking awesome. That's so sweet. I'm, I'm I
1: literally like the old the farther and farther I get into it, the more nostalgic I get where I like sit back and I think about it. And you, you know, I'm sure you feel the same way too, like thinking about like glancing at your freaking Olympic silver medal where you're like, oh, this is my life. These are things that I've done. These Nuts. are the, you know, I, it it is really I had a friend text me um the, last week about um because the Easton shoot that we that I had done. Um mm-hmm last last month or two months ago the pictures are starting to come out and yeah there's like a picture of me using an advertisement for a bat and wild to where you sit back and you look at these things and you think
0: oh my god nuts That's like mean. never never would have thunk it never would have dreamt no. it never would have like we were yeah. like you were just playing softball having a good exactly. time trying to hit just loving the game
1: Doing, yeah. trying to win, you know, really trying to win. Yeah.
0: And then- I, I think that's another, I think that's another thing too. And we can maybe talk about this on another episode as we shamelessly plug our next 20,000 episodes that we are mm-hmm. going to to record here. But like, what, what you're chasing after is like not often what you're going to find. Like, mm. I think in the age of social media and recruiting, the portal- Going to these big time schools, like oftentimes, I think athletes, especially younger ones, and even parents sometimes too, they're like chasing a brand or chasing a specific university, chasing clout, followers, Mm -hmm. like recognition. Like, if that's what you're after, like, I feel like you're going to be sadly disappointed. But, like, Mm -hmm. if you're chasing after being a great teammate, getting as good as you possibly can at softball, loving the journey, loving. The game, loving the process, loving yeah. being in the cage until midnight, that stuff is going to fall right into place for you. Like, that's not totally. the stuff that you have to chase. That stuff's going to come. And it's so much sweeter when it does, when you're yeah. not actively seeking it as like your main focus. Yeah. I-, I see that happen to so many kids nowadays. It's just like, I want to go to so and so school. I was like, okay, well, why? well they have this many followers on instagram or this many followers on tiktok and it's like no like (laughs) go to school because you love the school you want to get an education you want to play softball you want to grow you want to develop it's not about you know all that other stuff and you can't get don't get lost in that sauce that's a tough sauce make your own
1: sauce man
0: yeah make your own freaking sauce
1: yeah put whatever you want in it
0: yeah i I i the best the
1: best example i have of this is actually not softball related it was in planning my wedding and oh you know weddings are something that you see up in Sauce. your face a lot downloading TikTok, i see three wedding videos uh you know a minute all the time and i remember because we were originally supposed to have our wedding in 2018 background kevin and i got married in the backyard in 2016 and then we're like i gotta wear a, i i need the, i need the white dress party like i need a totally need a sparkle totally so we're gonna have our wedding. shout out k-dog
0: by the yeah. way yeah
1: happily married for so long now. Um and we were originally going to get married or have our wedding in 2018 and we booked a venue gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was going to be mm-hmm. like like the bachelor mansion for those mm-hmm. of you who watched the bachelor. I do not. They had to tell me about it. Uh mm-hmm. was across the way from the venue where you could like see the bachelor people. Stunning. Yeah, stunning, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool, great. I don't watch The Bachelor, but that sounds like a really cool thing to tell the guests. So we end up, um, the universe is always looking out, right? So I got the opportunity to play in Japan in 2018. So we had to postpone the wedding. Mm-hmm. We postponed the wedding to 2020, which we all know what 2020 ended up looking like, right? But What's up? this wedding started to become something as we were planning it, something really like elegant and it was going to be beautiful and Mm -hmm. expensive and things Mm -hmm. that were just like part of wedding things that you had seen on the internet right so before before the COVID happened my that wedding venue burnt to the ground in a fire and I should have been devastated I was Mm -hmm. so relieved because (laughs) it was about to be so expensive and I started to look at these things thinking this isn't me yeah. None of this is me. This is what it looks like
0: out there, man. And that's and, this. This is a sermon.
1: L- thank you. Thank you,
0: everybody. I, hands I mean, up.
1: Hands freaking I, up. And so we get we end up having our wedding in 2021 in our hometown at a barn with tacos and donuts. And it was so casual, like get like Amazing. Kevin's dad wore a cowboy hat, like it, that's my and, t- that's my
0: top party right there. Listen, tell you, you
1: know. what. So it, it just is one of those things where you look at it and you're like, why am I doing all these things? Yep. Oh, it's because I'm I'm supposed to want it. I'm supposed to want it right. to look like this. No, dog. Right. No, I, I want a donut. I mm-hmm. want a taco, and I want to dance to some right. some music from the 2000s.
0: <laughs> right. A little two thousand tip pop, a little, yeah. a little, a little mix of Taylor Swift and Eminem, as yeah. per your best per your Spotify. Throw it rap. in there, yeah, Just throw it in. So, there. so what you're
1: saying? I love what you're saying because I feel that so intensely. Where I almost got caught in in this or that event. When what what is the most personal thing? Pretty much that you do publicly is in a a, a wedding. Like why Very would be yeah. exactly what what makes us, us instead of makes
0: other people, other people. Right. It's your day. Your wedding day is your day. Your softball career is your career. It's nobody else's. Yes. Do like, do you be authentic? Like do what makes you happy? You can't live your life like trying to please other people or live up to some standard you see on the internet.
1: So number one, expensive and also exhausting.
0: So exhausting. What
1: do you like? What do you want to do? You know? Yeah oh man why you, and
0: why are you trying to keep up with everybody there's no point
1: right Who no you? oh my gosh and it's hard and you know that's the other thing too is you just never know that those people are happy right so
0: minus you don't what, you have no idea
1: no not a clue not a clue but that I wrote down your point because I really liked it and I really want to talk about it more so heck yeah it's in we'll writing have to do
0: that. Yeah, well, we're going to have to do that on uh, on more on more of these podcasts. Yeah. That was that was a great that was a great little segment there. Why don't we uh why don't we look ahead to yep. uh what what's going on this weekend? Yep. We have some national team news that I believe um our friends over at USA Softball would like us to share. Bust it out, man. And and let me make sure that I get this right because I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) So a couple of things that actually USA softball wants us to announce. USA softball just announced the 2024 U18 women's national team that will be competing at the WBSC stage event in Dallas, Texas, this August. And concluding on Labor Day, Um, we have found this um, U18 women's national team, um, at our uh, HPP regional identifiers, kids. That's so right. uh, make sure you get out there so you can get in front of the selection committee. I weirdly have a broadcast voice right now, and I'm not. I'm not really proud of Welcome.
1: it. Welcome.
0: This fall, the selection committee will select another U18 team from the 2024 National Selection Event to compete at the 2025 WBSC World Cup, which is being held in Dallas, Texas. Um, that's pretty cool. That Bless we're going to get to have a WBSC World Cup in Dallas. It's really exciting. Freaking amazing. And then another announcement from our friend. I don't even know. Did you see this email about? Yeah,
1: um, about Deja and Kiki?
0: Yeah. Do you want to take that one? You announce that one. Thank you. Do it. Take um, it away.
1: I'm going to tap into my announcer voice like you did.
0: <laughs> I don't know where this came from. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Oh, man. So uh, Deja and Kiki are going to be announced as semifinalists for the 94th AUU, which means Amateur Athletic Union James E. Sullivan Award on Wednesday. That is the 14th of Mm -hmm. February, which is two days from now. Um, The voting begins on Wednesday. So if you're listening, go vote for one of our athletes. It's really exciting. It's an it's an honor that is for an outstanding athlete in the United States and is based on athletic achievements and qualities of leadership, character, and sportsmanship, which it, just in case you guys are wondering who's won this award in the past, you've got people like Caitlin Clark most recently. Um, but then you have somebody like uh, Peyton Manning, bless him. Your, nope. your boy, Tim Tebow. Uh, Simone well, so it's a really prestigious award. And um, the public voting is what determines the award finalists. So, Yeah, please uh, go ahead. It it opens uh, the 14th and it closes the 21st. So we've got a week worth of uh, time to vote. And um, USA Southball will be putting out those links so you can check it out.
0: Yes. Vote every single day. Vote multiple times a day for our girls, Deja and Kiki. Yeah. What what incredible people.
1: Yeah. And to Mm -hmm. be in those names, like I saw Peyton
0: Manning. And first
1: of all, for Super Bowl Sunday, since literally like 2005, I have a Peyton Manning Indianapolis Colts jersey that I wear it's just a tradition at this point and you know i'm like roll tide so anyway um
0: what what about this weekend what do we got going on this weekend down in old florida oh man we have the shriners uh, let's make sure we get this right to appease the sponsors here because oh no that's a fair point it's like it's let's just say it's a tongue twister a little bit yeah it's yeah because it's for the tournament that we're well that i'm going to be attending yes do you want to take it i wish you were going to be attending i know really sad yes so this weekend down in the beautiful city of clearwater florida we've got the shriners children's Clearwater invitational presented by evo shield bless it 40 games in four days on the ESPN it, family networks.
1: It's such this tournament has evolved over the years. There are so many good teams there and so many good matchups. I did know a couple that I wanted to bring up that I'm excited to see Please
0: for the people. Uh,
1: yeah. For the people. I can't wait. I want to see Stanford against Florida state. I think Stanford is going to have a little fire under their, under their tissues because mm-hmm. of the way this weekend went. Um, and Oops. Florida State in the same way. So I think it's going to be a really good matchup. And the other one I'm really excited to see is Tennessee against Texas. Mostly because alphabetically they come next to each other. Correct. Um but I do have other reasons. No. But I think I think it'll be really int- I think it'll be a good testament to see where kind of the middle like the middle of the country's softball is at. Yes. And I'm I'm excited. I think I think it'll be. And they're both different shades of orange. You know, it's got, you got a lot of a lot of things. There's
0: a lot going on there. Yeah, Tennessee Tennessee looked really good this past weekend against yeah. Baylor. Like really solid. Yeah. They got a deep pitching staff. They rec- I think they had the highest ranked recruiting class coming in. It's like, huge. They're freaking it, well, studs. They got they got some kids in the transfer portal. Like mm-hmm. they know like. Chris Malvo is one of the best hitting coaches I think that's around like he knows what he's doing yeah clearly and that's a rematch from Supers last year as well Tennessee in Texas yeah so I don't know if we're going to be singing horns up or horns down um next week but we'll see it's it's that's going to be a good one I'm excited for um Oklahoma State and LSU
1: yeah I think think that'll be that was one I I was like should I just keep writing down these matchups but that that one I think will be
0: but you can. That's how good yep. all of the games are. And that's how good all of the games are going to be. So many great moments. Um, I'm gonna be down in Clearwater. So if you're one of the three yes. people that are listening to this, <laughs> please come say hello. <laughs> I will be at all of the Florida State games that's cheering right. on cheering on my my Knoll family. Um, but it's it's gonna be a good one. I'm really, really excited. Yeah. And again, just a testament to how much this game has grown for the, yeah. there to be this big of a tournament. It's on ESPN 40 game, 40 games.
1: That's so many softball games, I and read. I
0: I I love um, the way that
1: Oklahoma State has come out like speaking about the um, the matchup because they lost Kelly Maxwell, They're like good. that that hurts a program because it she's does. so good. So yeah. losing that and coming out hot, I think is really cool. I think it's really cool, kind of like what you said about Alabama, yeah. like I, not having one together anymore.
0: I wonder if it's just like a it's it's got to be right, like it's got to be a chip on the shoulder, like all right, yeah. like. You know, like we—if you want to go do what makes you happy, go do what makes you happy. Totally. Like, you, obviously, you can't control Montana leaving. Like, she deserves. Yeah. Like How dare she? On, but it's like, <laughs> it's like you know, like yeah. You don't think we can be anything? All right, like totally. Let's let's take it in between the lines. So I love that. I love that attitude yeah. of the cowgirls, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great week. Yeah.
1: It's good. It'll, it'll, it'll show us kind of who's really like the first weekend out. Like we said, like these, there's some, maybe some nerves, maybe some, you know, unknowns about what's college softball like for the youngins or if people at new programs. This I think will really start to make a statement this second weekend out with this really good competition and going out and seeing like, all right, who's for real.
0: Heck yes. Let's Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Uh, Halo. Well, I, I believe that's all we have. Um... I, that was beautiful. That's it. That's that's yeah. the first podcast in the books. We're really happy with it. We hope you guys keep listening. Yeah. And um to, to steal a phrase from our dear friend Patrick Murphy, friend of the program, holy buckets, I am foaming at the mouth about how good this podcast is gonna be in the future. So shout out to you, Samu. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Holy buckets. <laughs> holy buckets. <laughs>